Do you buy your thumb medicine? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb medicine? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, do you wanna 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 go ride? If you wanna 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 come over, do you wanna 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 go ride? If you wanna 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 come over, do you wanna 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 go ride? If you wanna 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 come over. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. This is the weekly challenge podcast where two friends, one is over there in beautiful Atlanta. Oh, that's me. That's Ryan. And the other one is here in Athens. I'm Dustin. And we grew up way, way, way long ago together, you know, about like 30 moons ago. And we're, we're just trying to, you know, push ourselves and do fun things together, go on spirit quests and drive our cars straight to the beach, you know, and just go. And this is the weekly challenge podcast where we do that. Every week we do a challenge. Hey. Hey. And this week's challenge was uh, like wash, detail your car, and make a video if you can. Detail your car. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I give your intro a B this week. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, well, it's usually I like, like a C plus. Yeah. You fumble over yourself. I think you did a really good job with the energy. You spoke super clearly. I think you got a little confusing when you were like, drive straight to the beach. Was that a reference I, that we all should have known? or No, I just want to go to the beach. Oh, I was God. thinking of cars. I was thinking of cars, and, you know, it's kind of rainy lately, and I want to go to the beach now that they're all open, so I got to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. How was your, I know you didn't go to the beach, but I know you went to the mountains. How was that? How was your camping trip? That was fun. Did you go by yourself? I did go. I brought my dog, Ladybird. She was a good girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I only thought I lost her forever once. So that was, that was a win. (laughs) You thought you lost her forever. Forever. Yeah. Um, I had my head down and uh, was packing up uh, my backpack. And then all of a sudden I look up and I can't see her. And I've got her on a radio collar, like a little remote clicker. So I'm trying to get well, her like to come it, it back. Beeps and she... or something? What happens? So it can shock or beep, and mm. we—it's similar to the electric fence, where the electric fence uh, will beep her collar, and if she stays too close to the fence, then she'll get a shock. So I beep her. To let her know, like, hey, you're too far away from daddy. And I try to beep her. And I think maybe that she had just run too far. And the remote collar wouldn't get, wasn't reaching her. So I walked, like, all the way down the trail one way. All the way back down the trail the other way. It's like, oh, my gosh, I lost the dog. I feel so bad. But we found the dog for free. So it was like, you know, I'm even. Breaking even. It's no big deal. Um, oh, yeah, free but dog. Then, yeah, free dog. If you lose the dog, no worries. Um but I came back, and after walking up, walking down, then walking back to camp, there she was, just like sitting, like nothing happened. So what oh. the what the hell, dude? What the hell? She was but, probably just hiding behind a tree. Yeah, yeah. But I tried to do. I wanted to do like an eighteen mile um, trip, and enter at one of these unmanaged uh, national forest trailheads, and those were closed. But the oh, Georgia okay. Georgia state parks are open. With limited access, so I went to Vogel State Park, a very I beautiful love park. Vogel, the big beautiful lake there, big gorgeous lake, and there's a trailhead to the Coosa Backcountry Trail, which I've, is a 12 mile loop. I've done the Coosa um, Backcountry Trail. Yeah, it's like fun. It. It's 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 tough. It's pretty tough. 
Um, and it, I really wanted to go spend a night up on Blood Mountain, but there's a nice laminated piece of paper that said Blood Mountain is closed. It's like, why? Is that federal land? Yeah. Okay. But it's crazy that the national federal sites that are unmanaged don't cost nothing. They're closed. But surprisingly, the Georgia State Park is pay-for-play that's open. Yeah, I mean, everything's cattywampus right now. It's so cattywampus. And here's another cattywampus thing. Uh, This year, the park's budget got their budget slashed by 4%. Last year, they got their budgets cut by 6%, all Georgia State Parks. So that's 10% over the last two years, budgets are cut. For 2021, they're being asked to cut another 14%. So I can't imagine they're spending that much money to begin with. Exactly. What they're paying for, what what the money goes to is to provide maintenance workers, like park rangers and mostly lawn keepers, green keepers, to cut the grass and stuff. But it's just so silly, man. It's so silly. Because all these parks, they have the opportunity to make money and make revenue, and they're making probably more money now than they ever have because people are going stir-crazy, and they got to go. They want to go to a park. Absolutely. Um, I, but, I mean, I went to a park this weekend. Not a state yeah. park. I guess it's yeah. a private park. Kind of a public-private park. I don't know. Stone Mountain um, Park. What uh, is this where you were doing your inflatable kayak? And... Yeah, yeah. I, you didn't believe me, but it's real. The inflatable kayak is a real thing. And uh, we took it out on a little lake at Stone Mountain, which was great. Good place oh, to sweet. worm. So I would say, yeah, that's a, probably a more of a city park, I guess. It's what it's private. Somebody owns. Like, like, are you paying? But you're paying for parking, right? Yeah, I bought a parking pass for the whole year. Forty oh, bucks for the whole year, but it's for like a Stone Mountain. Corp- yeah, but it's a private okay. corporation. Like you go in, and for miles around the mountain itself, it's still private land. Gotcha. Like, the mountain itself is private. Also, it's a Confederate monument. I don't think it's like a public, publicly owned thing. I, I, I don't. I don't get the vibe that there's any. Uh, government there. Ah, interesting. I think there's private police. Everything's private. That's my thought. Oh, what if I'm it, wrong? And, uh, yeah. So, So you had a good cool. trip, though. You found the dog. It was a good trip. It was good. Yeah, but Coosa Backcountry Trail, highly recommended. Yeah, you got my seal of approval. I did it once with my brother. He got drunk and threw a bunch of stuff in the fire, I think. Oh, no. He threw all your food away. I, I, we were pulling off a bottle of whiskey together back when that was a thing you could do. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't share bottles of whiskeys now. <laughs> Maybe you can. I mean, everybody just, knows. Everyone has to have sanitizes their own cup. it. Yeah. Just have cup. It sanitizes yeah. it. Of course. Uh, and I was doing that thing where I'd had enough. So I started doing fake pulls Uh-oh. off the bottle. You ever do a fake pull? <laughs> I've done fake pulls, fake shots. Yeah. And sure. So yeah. I think my brother thought like, all right, here we go. <laughs> like. We're in this together. Got to keep up. But I figured he would just start doing fake pulls, but he did not start doing fake pulls. So, yeah, I think he just, like, burnt some of his camping gear. I think he just sort of went off the edge. Maybe this My is a story I should share too public- heavy. publicly. This backpack is just way too heavy. Oh, just this this water bottle full of water weighs like five pounds. <laughs> Throwing the fire. Gone. Don't need it anymore. I'm so, I'm so relieved. These boots... Get rid of these boots. These things are heavy. I can't have this weighing my feet down. What do I want? Ankle weights, Ryan? 
Hey, man, sometimes that's the only way. Keep, just throw everything away. Just leave the jerky. You know, I think he left that experience lighter the next day. I think I would emotionally so. and physically. Ah, yeah. I think it was. A, Did he throw a, up? I think it was a bit of an exorcism. Yeah. Did he? Big he did green throw up. vomit. I don't know. Woof. I don't keep track of another man's comings and goings in that way. But he's your brother, so it's like, am I my brother's keeper? On this trip, you should have been. I should have been. I think I I just went to bed and let him burn things. I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, we've all been there. That'll happen. <laughs> do you wanna Do you wanna learn the tiny bit that I learned about car washing? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It's barely anything. Okay. Let, all let's, right. Here let's we go. Barely learn anything. <laughs> Standard for this show. All right, Dustin, as promised, here's a little information about auto detailing and car washing. Okay. So the first production vehicle. uh, Model T. Nope, before that. Came out of Germany. It's Mercedes-Benz. The very first car was a German invention? I mean, not the very first car, but the very first production car, the very first car you could that had a name that you could buy, and there were ah, un- ah. hundreds of. What's that called? Um, well, it was made by Carl Benz, um, and I think the car was just called a Mercedes Benz. Huh? By it, any- was there is there a partner for Carl's Benz? Is there like a L- Lena Mercedes or like? <laughs> Actually, dude, yeah. There's um, what was it? Gottlieb Daimler. So you know Gottlieb Daimler. Daimler. Yeah, Chrysler Daimler, Daimler rest yeah. in peace. And then uh, Wilhelm Maybach. Maybach, yeah, they still make some pretty gnarly fast cars, right? Yeah, They're those, known for the fast, fast cars now. Those the two guys own the company that Carl Benz designed the cars for. I think okay. that's how it worked. I think that's All how right. it worked. So that's your first production car. Um, and then, yeah, obviously in Detroit in the United States, you got the Model T. Um, and immediately there was a need to clean these cars for one. They were driving on like dirty, muddy roads. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have like asphalt and concrete roads quite like we no. do today. Probably a bunch of horse poop, bunch oh, of leavings, yeah. uh, and like bio fuel and they're if like, you will. yeah. And they're open Exhaust. top. A lot of these things. So they'd be like filthy inside dusty. Uh, you'd have to like wear like special goggles and a special jacket just to like drive around in your yeah. car. It must've been pretty fun actually. Um, yeah, you have your cool ascot and your scarf like blowing back behind you, mm-hmm. looking cool like uh, some type of mad wizard. Little pencil instead thin of a mustache. broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of a broom, you got some kind of metal dragon that you're on. Right, dragon so this, ass. <laughs> so this is the 1880s, and immediately you have this need to start cleaning them. And of course, United States, we were first. We were first to create like big car washes. Um, in Detroit, obviously, and they would have these like pools that you would drive the car in circles around to get all the mud off of it. Like it'd be kind of underwater. I'm not really sure about that, but it'd be kind of underwater. Yeah. And then they would put you on this track and hook your front end to a winch and they would pull you through a tunnel and in the tunnel, there would just be a bunch of dudes who cleaned your car and they copied... Uh, Henry Ford's production line, and just yeah, everybody every, had a one had guy a job. would just put soap on the car. 
one guy will wipe the wipe it off. And as you can imagine, that process went on its natural way to where it is today, where there were this the in studying this, Dustin, it was just like a bunch of like mechanical and material science, which is not yeah. super interesting. Not super interesting. So like, if I you want to learn more trouble. about it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a How It's Made episode, I'm sure, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I watched and read a bunch of stuff that I was like, not interesting. And like, there's some <laughs> great like American stories of like these. This father and son duo made horsehair brushes, and then they realized that they could make automated brushes, and so uh-huh. like, like great American stories of American ingenuity surrounding getting our filthy cars clean. A uh, bunch of business plans of getting them big and small, but then I was like, "Okay, wait, wait, wait." So this is this is not what I want. Let me look into auto detailing, mm-hmm, and then I learned mm-hmm. that auto detailing predates automobiles. Ooh, wow! Uh, like grooming a horse. Talking well, about, like detailing a horse. What it has about it here? has to do with horses. It's the carriages. Oh yeah. Horsepower! I love your accent because the first, like, wax for carriages was also designed in Germany. Of course. I mean, you're kind of doing an Austrian thing, but. No, this is my German accent. I was just very excited, and mine, Maza, was from Austria. And when I get excited, I tend to sound like my Uncle Arnold. (laughs) So, this town of Bischenhofschen, am I saying that right? Of course, that's exactly right. Bischenhofschen. They created yeah. like the first wax to protect paint from the the lacquer, basically. Under Get your lacquer of. at Bickenhoffs. Mm-hmm. And so that became, I realized, in auto detailing, it was also material science, but slightly more interesting. So you had developments in wax, basically. Uh, the biggest one being... Carnuba, which I'm sure you Ooh. used on your car. I know. I've I've heard of the the Carn. Carnuba. Carnuba. And like these this is like nineteen early nineteen hundreds, uh, just after the invention of the automobile. They realized that Carnuba, it's this uh wax made from palm leaves from a plant in Brazil. Some, mm-hmm. and they it creates an extremely hard wax that this other guy figured it out how to put it in some with mix it with some soap and then he called it turtle wax oh now listen this is not your granddaddy's beeswax all right this Mm-mm. is some, listen this is some grade a card nuba from south america Have you heard of brazil nuts same place this is a fantastic alternative to the traditional beeswax and you know what i call it turtle what? wax that is a really good billy bob thornton you think I was doing Billy Bob? It's okay. It, it really nice. sounded like Billy Bob Thornton to me. Thanks. Yeah, I thought that was really good. It didn't sound like you, which is great. <laughs> so uh, these waxes, these waxes now. Did you go? Uh, I, I we'll talk about it later. But did you go to an auto shop to buy like any soaps or anything before you cleaned your cars this week? No, I did. And the sheer amount of waxes and products for cleaning your car is mind-blowing. So much. And you can spend on various forms of Carnuba wax, you could spend up to $8,000 for a bottle of this stuff. Now, there's not selling that at AutoZone, but I found it online. Like, 
waxes can cost a whole lot of money, just like and everything else. What? Hold up. What? Two seconds. What does a jar of turtle wax cost? Uh, just well, your normal turtle wax, probably like 15 bucks. Yeah, 15, 16 bucks. Something right like that. Now. Yeah. What makes an $8,000 bottle of wax $8,000 other than the sticker and the packaging that is presented it and some. Some flea gold picking model in her showing off her coochie ch- selling it in a commercial. Like, so what, let me, what is let me tell you what it is? I think so. I found this guy in Scotland who charges $110,000 to detail a car. Fuck off, Scotty McFly. That is outrageous. <laughs> so he's charging 110000 and all of this is based on this whole challenge is based on the fact that I I watch some YouTube videos of guys detailing cars and they talk a lot about the products. There's this like there's even a YouTube channel called like the Chemical Guys or whatever who now have their own line of products. Uh, hmm. They were they were so into into this because when you think about an automobile, first of all, there's a lot of materials. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different kinds of paint. And there's, you know, there's plastics, there's fabrics, there's, uh, like, animal and wood materials, plus there's... There's a psychological connection between your car and your dick size. (laughs) It's just that they make cars out of a lot of things, and if you want things to be shiny and pretty, or matte, or, like, however you want them to look, there's a special product for it. It's just like women's makeup, I think. I think it has a lot in common... With makeup and the to answer your question, why some waxes cost more than others? Yeah, I think it has to do with hardness and shine. The harder the wax, apparently, like the more durable it is, the more it protects the car, um, and it shines more, and the light hits it just like a diamond, right? Where the imperfections mm-hmm. will show if you have a little bit of dirt in the diamond. These waxes, no dirt in the diamond. Uh-huh. No dirt in the diamond. Gotcha. Brother. Don't the get diamond. the dirt in the diamond. Because the, the, my only, my experience with wax candles, obviously, mm-hmm. ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I would wax my snowboard and skis. Oh, sex you know, wax. Uh, well, that's more for surfing. Oh, um, shit. But I don't know Dumb what the right. difference is. I think stupid. the, see, I think the surf wax, you're not stupid. The sex wax is a harder wax and it stays on the board you know, so your feet can grip it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I used it to put that your... on my, uh, what's it, skimboard. I used to love skimboarding as a kid. And I would you put were that. animal on that skimboard. I was pretty fucking good on a skimboard. But, uh, yeah, I would put that on top. And, yeah, it kept you from slipping off. Yeah. Well, this stuff was uh, was designed to be slippery. It's supposed to stay on the bottom of your skis, fill in any hits or cracks from rocks or whatever, so that you could have a slick smooth surface on the bottom so i'm assuming it, the this expensive wax doesn't go on the same way i would i would take an iron like a clothes iron and take the stick of wax and just hold it over the top of the the base of the ski or snowboard and just tss, melt it and wiggle it all across and you flatten it out with the iron no one's putting an iron to a car right so what these guys are doing, they're like the the really high end. They're putting them on. They're putting on jacks. They're cleaning the bottoms of these cars. With they're taking with pieces of with wax with angle grinders. Like they will go in and clean up welds with some of these like fancy fancy details. They go in and they will sand the clear coat, which is like 
I, oh, I didn't mention that. Clear coats were invented in the 1970s in Japan. Um, oh, so they yeah. Would, they, like, Konichiwa. You got like, to measure the clear coat with a, a microscope to see exactly how deep it is and then replace it just right and use a special sandpaper, all this stuff. Oh, it wow. Is a total, it is a total waste of time. <laughs> well, you were right in, like, in your assumption that people who focus on their automobiles uh, – they seem to be making up for something uh, or like that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is like some people are so anal that they really, really, really need their car to be perfect. And if they learn that there's a more perfect way, they go for it and they'll yeah. spend whatever, it, whatever it takes. That's what I think. Well, I but, also, I, I also understand that, you know, it's an investment. Like a, a car is expensive and, the same way, you know, some people, maybe they don't have a car and that's not their thing, but they really like their shoes. They like sneakers and like Air Jordans and stuff. And they're going to take care of their shoes and they're going to buy a special brush to wash and clean out the dirt and grime from just walking on the street every day after. You know, I totally get that. And for a car. Yeah, what is what is that in your life, you think? Uh, You know what I think it is? In our culture, in the culture you and I share, I think... Uh, Nice, light jackets. Like, not blazers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like Patagonia jackets. Yeah. I will see somebody else in a nice jacket or, or sometimes shoes in our culture a bit. But, like, nice camping gear. I was going to say camping gear for me because, like, yeah. uh, and more specifically, like, ultralight camping gear and, like, spending a little bit more money to have a mm-hmm. lighter sleeping bag or a lighter tent or a lighter pay more to have less yeah 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 yeah. but also if i get like an ember burn from a fire like i'm not gonna i don't really care i'm gonna put a piece of duct tape over it and then keep going like i don't i'm not really concerned i'll clean it to where it needs to be clean so i can put it back in my backpack and not like mess up everything else in my backpack or something like that but i'm not I, i don't think i've ever had the detail mentality i'm more of a big picture kind of person i'm like oh okay well it's 75 percent clean that's a c that's a you know c minus that's fine that's passing I'm, I'm good to go same thing with my car for work i'm sure some people will take a lot of pride in their work if they're driving people around for work um if they're a private chauffeur or you know if they're having to make sales calls and take people on site visits or blah 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 but uh yeah, the details, the detail life, the, you know, getting in and cleaning the buttons on your CD player, your disc man, or your, cause your tape deck and getting a tiny little vacuum cleaner to stick into your tape deck on your classic car. That type of thing is just went by me. Never. Well, that's start, that's starting to sound like a review. Oh, and oh, I think oh, we, oh. we should get into the challenge now. Let's, let's quit this section. Let's move into that section. All right. I did. I wanted to ask you one more question about the cars and detailing and stuff like that did you find anything where like when was the first robot car wash made so uh, you mean automated car wash? automated car wash yeah where you get on you you sit on the track and you get pulled through so those things in the i mean it comes up as soon as you think it's possible right so that technology became really available in the 50s the 50s wow yeah and these guys there's this whole i mean it's like Studying this was like studying the history of McDonald's, where I'm sure you could tell an interesting character study about it, 
but everything I read was just like, and then they put the blower fan, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, oh, cool, <laughs> like, of course they did. They like, upgraded just sort their of brass na- nozzles on the hose so they could yeah, have more pressure. Like, <laughs> exactly, just sort of a natural, predictable mechanical progression. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so through the fifties, sixties, seventies, you saw the automation get to the point where we are today where if you if you go to one of these shops i mean you log in on a computer there's some like big white thing with a million buttons and a million different kind of things you can get and you go and they like hook you on right you yeah, put that yeah. left wheel in the track and they pull you through and there's like a disco light show yeah and then they make you do the inside yourself normally but then there's yeah then there's a whole industry set up for auto detailing, which is just, like we said, a whole other beast where they are cleaning the engine, like parts you would never see, the underneath of the car. Whole, it doesn't matter. And a whole other like culture, too. It seems like working at the yeah. car wash, especially in the 70s, was quite a thing. It was super fun. But now, oh, yeah. now it's like if you work at a car wash, you don't see too many people where it's like, you know, 20 or 30 young people scrubbing cars It's now we just see the automated car washes and maybe a few people up front spraying bug goose, bug juice on your right, windows. Right. And that's well. It. And then the luxury thing is then the detail where you get mm-hmm. these like super focused uh, airplane mechanic type guys who are so serious and like have tight haircuts <laughs> and, and like really yeah, you know what I mean? These like they have such tight haircuts. Um, it, it it's a great field, and like I really want to talk about the YouTube videos and just like how pleasing they are to watch. But like, come on, come on, let's go, let's, let's go. go, let's go, let's, let's go. Go, 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 let's go, let's go, like, come on, let's go, let's go, come on, doesn't I want to go? All right, let me get my keys. Oh wait, uh, I forgot my phone too. Hang on. Oh, someday I've got to put a bell on this. I have never worked at a car wash. And I, I would expect I, it I have. to be... Oh, well, <laughs> I guess go into your experience with working at a car wash. No, 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 and no go ahead. I, would, I just... I The reason I'm laughing is I had forgotten that I had. Oh, well, I remember that there was this one car wash off of Highway 9, uh, just over the border of Fulton to Forsyth County, near Grasslands Kroger. And if we got some listeners out there, you might know what I'm talking about. There was this gas station, and or not gas station, this car wash next to Grassland Kroger in the Blockbuster, and they would always have like two or three girls in bikinis, like, oh, wow. just like, barely washing a car out front you know mm-hmm. and then there'd be like finishing up three or four guys in like on the other side of the building like doing all the hard work you know both and jobs are hard i can imagine those girls probably made a lot more money than the other guys and that's not fair in today's world <laughs> are you like elon musk now like you're doing some like red pill shit on the show Wait, what? Did you not? Oh, no. Wait, have you seen? I'm not Elon... talking about the Matrix. Did you see that shit? I saw. I read something, but man, I'm getting so <laughs> turned off. I want to talk about cars. I don't <laughs> care about 
Yeah, Teslas are cool. He, Elon Musk is kind of problematic, and he's selling all his houses and stuff like that because he doesn't want to be sued. Okay, and have his, yeah, like, you're, stuff you're right. From Every him. other podcast has talked about <sighs> it, but like everybody talks about it. We're not here to talk about Lily Wachowski or Wachowski gave him some shit too. Like it was just really funny. I'm sorry. Oh, everybody is. It's popular now to hate Elon Musk. Like two years ago, everybody was, you know, sucking on his Tesla, and I now fu- I fucking love uh, Teslas. I think they're sweet. I don't have one. I don't think I'll ever probably get one until I'm like 60 and mm-hmm. everybody has them. But I don't know. Give the guy a break. He's right. trying to talk get us ab- to Mars. Talk about you. Who cares about Mars? <sighs> talk about your bikini girls. Oh, they were cool. That was like car washes to me growing up. That was like I saw that car wash all the time. And then it became maybe like. Uh, when we got into high school is when the automated car washes became a real thing and you could go get like a $5 car wash and then get the free vacuum cleaners and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. what I did mm-hmm. for my setup. Um, I did not wash my car at the house, um, because my driveway has tons of wood and mud and all sorts of stuff on it. So fair enough. I, I was thinking blah, blah, blah. And I didn't even wash my car. So I took Casey's car, her Subaru out back to go camping and i decided to do something nice fill it up with gas and i'm gonna wash it i'm gonna clean it up i'm gonna detail it and stuff like that good boy so i went to the koala car wash oh and cool big beautiful koala mascot out there and i got the special which was like the koala special with the lava shield the hot wax the <laughs> tire shine all that is 20 bucks so i outsourced the the details i got the lava shield yeah but i spent a lot of time and most of my videos were of me using the vacuum cleaner to remove all sorts of stuff like i even vacuumed the the engine i vacuumed the air filters um oh good job the cabin air filter and all that uh the the vent that is just underneath the windshield yeah that's the cabin air filter yeah 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 yeah. so that was packed with pollen, like mm-hmm. all all the pollen through the spring. You know, it's very nasty and super thick. And her car was packed with that stuff. So I'm gonna put my video on the Instagram page, but it's mostly me vacuuming uh, pollen and dog hair <laughs> and stuff like that. That's great. And it was nice. I had I had fun. Um, but like looking at the details and looking at everything that I could clean, I got anxiety. <laughs> it's like there's so many things and i they weren't giving out the free towels and the spray that they usually do because oh, covid 19 okay. so i could i didn't have any additional stuff i just had a handkerchief that was in the car so i used that to like wipe a few things down on the dash and whatever um but i didn't have any spray I didn't have any windex like the free windex or the multi-surface sprays or the smelly sprays that are usually there at the koala car wash and I had I had fun. It was super hot that day, uh, but that's my experience. Okay. I didn't really detail the car. I did, but I didn't. I didn't. Do you cleaned your car. The I mean, details. You you definitely achieved what I was intending to do at the at when I came up with it. Um, was to just make videos, right? Yeah. I, well, and just like clean your car, like um, yeah, because. So this all stemmed, and I keep going back to it, from this this YouTuber um, called The Detail Geek. I remembered his name, The Detail oh, Geek. he's awesome. And we're going to put that in the show notes. Yeah, The Detail Geek is really terrific. He's this Canadian guy who just cleans cars in his garage, and they come in real filthy, uh, and they come out real clean. 
Um, okay. And I was just like, man, what is it about this video that I like? And then I realized I watch a lot of videos of people working. Um, okay. Like wood crafting or yeah. uh, machine restoration. And I just like the gentle pace of somebody doing some work and then kind of over the top narrating what it is they're doing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's getting old. I'm not watching people play video games as much, but it it it's a very similar place. It's more relaxing than watching somebody play video games. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where this came from, but it's in there now, so I have to accept that part myself. So I had. We're this... not trying to kink shame you. It's you like what you like, okay? <laughs> yeah. You like your yeah. your calming cleaning videos or whatever, and I totally get that. I've been really getting into. Uh, making props for dungeons and dragons Mm -hmm. and there's this british guy and he's got a he he designs these printable tiles that you can easily print off and put on cardboard or scraps around your house so it's just like you know he just says and i'm going to measure this by one inches by a quarter inch and i'm going to cut this out and look i made a box a little crate with jewels on it (laughs) you just Put a little bit of glue on it, and there you are. So that's a good Ringo. Enjoy. Yeah, he's a. Uh, his name is what Chris Chris, something, Richards Christian Richards or something. Crooked Staff Publishing. Okay, I'm gonna watch this guy. I, I he, bet it's it'll awesome. do the same thing. He's got me. tons and tons of videos, and he's got really nice fingernails. So his videos, he's got nice hands. Oh, that's nice. I'm sure so, it has something to do with it. So what I did is I. I was like, okay, I'll just go to a car wash and wash my car. And then I was like, nah, forget that. I'm going to bite off more than I can chew. Frick that. Frick that. So I borrowed uh, from friend of the show, Andrew. I borrowed a, I've been calling it a power washer, but apparently it's got a pressure washer. Why Whatever. Co- it's the, we'd understand. I, Why I am know I exactly calling it a power mean. washer, though? Because that's what they used it. to be called. Is that right? I feel like yeah, sure. The the you're like I got a power washer for Christmas. It's was awesome. that a brand got to put, name? Got to put gas in it. I don't know if it's a brand name, but it was pressure washer, power washer. I think they are exactly the same thing. And if you were to say power washer, everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Well, Uncle Andy let me borrow his pressure washer, and it was electric. He's the best supporter of this show. I've never had been able to use an electric one before, and I loved it. So he nice. let me borrow that. And I was like, okay, what else do I got to do? I got to get a bucket. So I got a bucket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got some turtle wax and shine and cleaner all in one. Nice. Nice. Because I was like, I'm not going to wax this car. And then I was like, oof. I, I was thinking originally with Courtney's car. And Courtney is not the first owner of her car, obviously. And it came with some like unsightly stains on the seats. And I was like, I really want to get those out of them seats. How do I get, how do I fix that? And one of my favorite parts of the videos is watching, watching this dude like, uh, like with a Bissell. What is it? What is that machine called? Like the sure, carpet it's cleaner. Like a wet, it's like a wet vacuum. A wet vac. Yeah. Where it sure. sprays a cleaner on. But it's a it carpet sucks cleaner. It up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get one of those. So you bought a, you bought a Bissell <laughs> carpet cleaner? Yes. Yeah, so I went to Target and they brought it out to my car and I got a Bissell uh, carpet cleaner for like 130 bucks or whatever. But also, thank I have Uncle Sam for our sponsorships yeah. as well. Yeah, well, no, I'm back at work. I'm working now. Oh, okay, that's right. I'm earning this money, but Uncle Sam is still paying the bill. Uh, PPP loans. Um, 
So I bought that, and then I bought like a brush for the tires, and I bought like a sponge, and I bought some like detailing uh, microfiber cloths, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! I've got gear now." So I really enjoyed. The... Put this all in the bucket that I bought. <laughs> yeah, it all went in the bucket. Well, except the Bissell was too big to fit in the bucket, and so I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is good. I've got a bunch of things now. I've got two things to plug in, all this stuff." So I go home and I like set up Courtney's car, and I set up Courtney's car. I'm like, you know what? Let's do the Cadillac too. So I pull the Cadillac <laughs> in behind it. I pull them both into the backyard because I don't have a hose that can reach the front, and I didn't want to spend more money on a hose. We only have one spout here in this house. It's in the back. So set them in the backyard, um, and I got so into this project. Uh, I was enjoying it so much. I spent like the first, and let me put it this way: I spent the first day cleaning mostly the insides of the cars. Okay. Um, and then I like set up the power washer, the pressure washer. And I was so excited by it that I forgot about the cars and I pressure washed the whole deck cause it was really <laughs> filthy. And then the sun went down and I was like, Oh no, I just did that for six hours. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and then I was like, Oh, well, I guess I got to do it again tomorrow. And then, so the sun came back up and I like, n- because I had pressure washed the deck, the the cars got even filthier. So then I cleaned the, I pressure washed uh-huh. the cars, uh, w- wiped them down, did the whole polishing, all that stuff. I did all the windows, I did all the interiors, I like all the carpets. Like, I I did the Bissell on inside and out. My car's got leather interior. I got a special Meguiar's, uh, freaking leather conditioner. I did in there. I did all of her seats. I like really. Did everything I could think of. You went like to town. The tires and the wheels. I really, really went to town on this. And uh, I pulled my car out. And I guess the next day I went to work. And I realized that I had put... I have like WeatherTech mats in my car. Yeah. And I realized that I had kind of put it in wrong. And so like I readjusted it, drove to work. And then my car started uh, driving real bad. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, Cause no. Because your WeatherTech mats were in the wrong way. I think that my WeatherTech mat had pushed down my parking brake, but not enough to turn on the parking brake light. Oh, no. Um, so I drove like that with, like, cruise control. I drive with cruise control a lot because, God, this is stupid. I got one of those State Farm things in my car that... T- oh, to Andy's tracking you, huh? Andy's tracking me. Gosh, not, Andy. Andy Goron. Let him speed. He's a he needs speed. He's a speed demon. They took his Celica away in high school. <laughs> he needs the speed. So I drive the speed limit, which is terrifying. Driving the speed limit is horrifying. But uh, so I'm on cruise control, and I don't know if that's what created this problem. But now I have a real problem. Um, just before getting on the call with you today, Dustin, I dr- I this is a couple steps into the process now. But I had to drop my car off at a transmission shop uh-huh. um, where it will be for the next day or so while they diagnose whatever the heck is wrong. I hope it's not a new transmission. But I don't know enough about cars to really know what's wrong here. But I did something to my freaking car. I cleaned it so hard that I broke it. Wow. Um, but when I dropped it off, all the mechanics were like, Wow. That is the cleanest car I have ever seen. They were all now they had much more southern accents that, but they were so 
excited uh, to see my clean black Cadillac. Um, I've also made a video as well as you have. Um, about how long is your video? I need to finish editing it, but it'll be short. It'll probably be like mm, three or four minutes, I guess. That's great. That is a great length. My video is about 14 minutes long. Nice. Uh, Uncle Andy, I gave him his pressure washer back. He's scoring it for me, so I don't have to make the song for this one. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's been my experience. Hopefully this podcast and the video make enough money to pay me back from whatever I did yeah, to break my darn The my new darn engine car. you got to get. I hope not. But did you see, did not. you find did you see evidence that your parking brake was down halfway or are you just guessing? You don't really know. Okay, this is how I found out that something was going on with my parking brake. So no light came on like you would normally have with a, with an e-brake, e-brake. Um but I took it to a shop in the neighborhood when I first realized these problems were going on. And as I pulled into the shop, I'd driven the car already. But as I pulled into the shop, the little computer sc- this car is new to me. Uh, the little computer screen was like a uh, brake inactive. And I was like, what the fuck? And I pulled the little lever and it let loose Uh-oh. some brake. So I was like, okay, so it, it was holding some brake. Now that might not have been it. Maybe I sprayed something with the pressure washer that I wasn't supposed to spray. I don't know. I Did didn't you open pressure the wash the inside too? No, I didn't. I okay. didn't do it. But I didn't do it, Jerry. Uh, you... Is that a thing? I don't watch Seinfeld. Is that a thing? You don't watch Seinfeld. You don't watch Simpsons. You watch YouTube cleaning videos. <laughs> hey, man. You wanted I'm to not make kink this show shaming. with me. I'm not kink shaming. You wanted to make this show with me, man. I, I, I'm not one of you snorks out there just doing like everybody else. I got my snorks. own things going on. Yeah. I got my own things going on, okay? You ready to review it? Let's review it. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to cru- uh, to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, so no two scales are alike. Uh, and several weeks ago, Dustin, we made this your responsibility, creating the scale. And in the weeks, you in the made weeks this since, my responsibility. Yeah, but okay. So I made this your responsibility because other parts of the show are my responsibility. So I thought, okay, we we're dividing labor. I want Dustin to do this part of the show you do a lot of other important parts of the show uh you do more than i do but this but, is the most important part this is the most important part and i i gotta say in recent weeks it feels like you've just been coming up with stuff on the fly like i feel like last <laughs> week you were like adam carolls and dr drews oh. so you've been you've been you've promised me <laughs> that you've come up with a scale beforehand and then it's like really thoughtful and good so dustin what is our scale for this week you dumb bastard. <laughs> you actually... <laughs> you think I just make these things up on the fly. <laughs> this is so creepy. This is so well, creepy, Dustin. Okay, let me tell you something, Jack. <laughs> There's a story I want to tell you. All right. It's a little story about a, a little rabbit running a race against a turtle. Anyways, long story short, <laughs> I hear the turtle the gears wins. Turning. I hear the gears turning. You're making it <laughs> up right now. Uh, on a turtle's stomach, if we're talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they have an eight-pack. All right, They have a very strange humanoid undershell that looks like ab muscles. Eight ab muscles on a turtle. Turtle wax. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle wax. On a scale from one to eight, turtle waxes. Abs. 
How would you rate this? Oh God. Um, uh, hopefully my car is fine. Hopefully it doesn't cost more money than I have to fix it. Uh, hopefully it's not a big, big deal. Um, Courtney really enjoyed her clean car. I'm really enjoying my clean car. Um, sorry, I'm just thinking. I'm gonna give this yeah seven seven. Nice wax Ninja Turtle apps. What do you and get? and you you are you're also going to join a club on YouTube of uh, your idols basically. Oh yeah, you're, guys. You're, you're standing next to these gods of car detailing now. Yeah, the the chemical guys, detail geek, and me. Canadian Sej. bro, Canadian garage guy. Yeah, no, yeah, Sej. it's awesome. Sedge gets to live in that pantheon of mm-hmm. great car detailers. I'm gonna get so flamed on the internet for doing things wrong. But guys, go see my YouTube video, uh, Sedge on YouTube, S E D G. I yep, don't know yep, what yep. I'm gonna call the video yet. It'll be there. Dustin, clean how, cars club. Clean, uh, clean I. Cars club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And if if you if you want to be problematic about it, you'd use K's for all of those. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, the I give this a a six, solid six. Hey, um, that's a lot. It's a higher score. It's an easy challenge. It's very approachable for You're all. Well, I, and You're I, welcome. It's kind of how I, I'd, I'd kind of take these scores with the ability of others to participate, um, and then I think that has a equal weight to my enjoyment do i like cleaning cars and things no not really if i used a pressure washer i would have had more fun i think um just because it's cool like pressure washers are cool but i'm gonna give it a solid six it's nice to clean your car it's nice to do something uh helpful for your partner and cleaning the car for my wife you know she let me borrow the car so i appreciated that so i could go camping i enjoyed going camping so i had to clean the car to say thank you and i i had a a pretty nice clean car and i always love making a little video and um yeah so solid six way to go man yeah did you see my other video i made my little 30 second uh, creature comforts commercial yeah, it was, it was, did you, did you have the sounds already or did you put the sounds in? Like, did you those, make the video towards the sounds? No, I'm like a Foley artist. I made all those sounds with my mouth. Really? Yeah. It's very good. Did they give you some free beer? No. Did they But they liked, liked the video. Did they they like liked it? it. They liked it. I, I also want to congratulate you on your left-handed drawing. Ooh, my avatar, my Facebook avatar. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about Facebook avatars, but I liked your drawing. Yeah, was, Facebook all... and Mark Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, is... okay, oh. okay, all right. Finally Elon catching got up it to... first, and now yeah, Mark's yeah. getting it. Watch out, Richies. Don't get in my crosshairs. All <laughs> right, that's all I'm going to say. Bill Gates, you're on notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they finally caught up with the ghost of Steve Jobs, and they made their own like Facebook memoji alternative. They're calling avatars, and then I saw on Facebook. Oh, okay everybody's sharing their Facebook avatars and it's all the same thing. Like, Hey, this is me kind of, and I'm waving at you. And so I was like, uh, I'm going to do a left-handed drawing. Cause I saw another friend who I went to college with at Reinhardt, who's an art major. And he did a horrible, maybe not horrible, but he just on purpose did like a really bad sketch of a person like waving. He's like, this is my avatar. So I was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that too, but I'm gonna use my left hand and try and make it 
crappy. It was super impressive left-handed. Thank you. It it looks like the drawings I did when I was in kindergarten. Yeah, it has. Well, if I could do those now, I'd be jealous. But yeah, it has a great youthful vibe to it. <laughs> yeah, like six fingers. And, Good ideas, bad motor control. Yeah, exactly. Bad motor control. I broke my colored pencil so much because I don't understand pressure with my left hand. Oh, gosh. Crazy. Let's pick a new challenge. All right, let's do it. I have enough juice in this recording to do it. Time for a new challenge, and this is a special one, ladies and gentlemen. I got a voicemail from Superfan Zach, and we're Famous going to Famous from listen. the milk challenge. Gave us a gallon challenge challenge. That, challenge challenge. If, if Zach has a challenge, I don't want to hear it. It's a good challenge. Nah, Here, man. Just, he made us do just, the gallon challenge. But he's a good guy, uh, and he's got a special request for us, and I think you should just do him the, just the respect and just listen to his voicemail, okay? Okay. All right, here he is. Hey, guys, it's me, Zach. Uh, calling again to ask you for another challenge. I graduated from college this year, and unfortunately I can't do a graduation because of the COVID. So I was wondering if both of you could write a four-minute commitment speech for me. The rest of the graduates from 2020. This sucks. Bye. So, what do you think about that, Ryan? <laughs> um, what do, uh, yeah, that's great. That's really good. He's, at, he's asking us to do something for all of the graduates this year that their graduation, their, their year, or all their hard work, is no one's going to know about it except for their family. Right, no party, no, no. Maybe if you're lucky, you get a check from your grandma in the mail, but she's not coming to your graduation luncheon. That's unfortunate. That's so sad. My wife, she graduated. She's she's a doctor now. She got her doctorate, and we were gonna have a party, but then boom, COVID happened, and no party. So, you know, a whole University of Georgia fleet of cars had to stop in progress to the graduation grounds and say no covid says no but they're gonna try and hopefully if things are back to normal they'll just do a, a second graduation before the fall graduation is over like in early december it's kind of it's gonna be weird but i think we could do that we can write a four minute graduation speech and let our listeners and those graduates have the have the speech you can be the valedictorian and i'll be the the class clown okay i'm and... gonna write my speech for zach oh good like right, specifically got... to zach i think so i think i got some things to say to zach that i didn't get out during the milk episode that uh -oh. now i'm thinking about so you get what you get what you ask for all right, cool. Well, no I'm going to top Obama. I'm going to top Obama's speech, uh, commencement speech. Just talk shit and... about Trump. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. No, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to keep it real, okay? And the okay. only speech writer is right. me. Okay. You know I'm a good writer. 
You're good. You're a good writer. I really think you good. are. I think you don't trust that you're a good writer, but I like your essays. The fan fiction, you like it? No, I did not like that. Oh. No. But you I, like my essays. Your fan fiction was well written. It just didn't make any sense. Good. Great. That's probably how this but graduation like, speech is going to But like your state go. capital jokes, I thought they were funny. And I, uh, you know, that's writing. Uh huh. Yeah. And your essays have been fire. A little manic, but. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I don't. I, I, I can talk shit, but I'm not going to talk shit about your mental state. Your mental state is not your fault, but it yeah. is your responsibility. Oh, that's that's exa- that's that if that line. That's my challenge to you: is put that line in your speech. All right, class of twenty twenty. I know things are a little crazy. No, okay, that's next week. No, it's a do little wanna, weird, folks. Do you want no? Don't jump the gun here. Do you want to sing a little song as we go? I'm all sung out, dude. I don't even like music anymore. Really? No, I mean I like music. Yeah. Okay, but uh, have you noticed our songs? They, they, they don't go with ukulele music. So the outro is a little <laughs> yeah. I don't mishmash. think I don't think it matters. Perfect. All right, uh, I'm going to do the beat, and okay. you're going to do the the melody. The the melody improv sing song words. Okay, that's fine. Um, should I beatbox the way you beatbox, or can I do whatever mouth do sounds? Do whatever I want? mouth sounds you want, but keep them consistent for me. Boom, Wouldn't you like to do it or else? Everyone does it. No, you're not keeping it. You're not keeping it consistent. This is not consistent. This is a consistently bad podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. At Do It Or Else Pod. That's our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Do It Or Else Pod at gmail.com. 724-DO-IT-POD. Everything you can get to us on all of that stuff like Zach did. Be like Zach. Check out Dustin's video on Instagram of his vacuuming uh, or mine on YouTube, which will be much more involved. Yeah, and we'll put that on IGTV, I think, as IG- well. So. Okay, yeah. IGTV. IGTV. Do it or it's pod. Okay. Bye. Hit me up on my two-way at the car wash. I'll be off at seven. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot, I keep forgetting. And as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. I'm sorry, dude, I keep stopping the record before I remember that. It's okay, honey. It's okay, honey. It's okay, honey. Don't be crazy. I like to sign off anyway, okay? It's okay. Oh my god. Oh, okay, bye.